We do thank the Lord for the hand of God that in all of our life we see. I feel a sacredness standing here before you tonight. This is my church. This is my people. And this is my book. And these are my songs. And I'm not looking for anything else. I'm very happy. I'm very satisfied with what I've got. I'd like for you to pray for me tonight. We really got a story to tell. Yes, we have. We really got a story to tell. It's hard to tell half of it. Hardly know where to start. But I want to talk to you tonight about the mystery of Christ. The mystery of Christ. When you understand something, then it ceases to be a mystery. Is that right? Once you understand something, then it ceases to be a mystery. And you may, everyone in this building, you may understand the mystery of Christ. But we live in a world that not many people understand the mystery of Christ. There's a lot of things that happen in relationship to our salvation before Christ ever appeared. Many, many things happened. Many, many years, many people appeared. God raised up people uh, from the very earliest times when Cain and Abel offered their sacrifices to God, when Enoch walked with God and was translated, when the, the flood came on the whole world and Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord and he built an ark for the saving of his house and for all those that heard him and he delivered those few people. And the Lord raised up Abraham and gave him promises and, and he gave him a covenant and he gave him a token of that covenant which was circumcision. All these things happened before Christ came on the scene. And they're all part of our salvation. They're all part of the mystery. They're all part of the things that many, many people don't understand. <clears throat> There's a verse, I think, in Corinthians that says, But I fear, lest as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety. Okay, I don't know which is right. Subtility. That your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity which is in Christ. People are looking for great, fantastic, unheard of, unimaginable things to happen concerning the kingdom of God. It's mysterious to them. They don't quite understand how it all come about. How it all is supposed to come about. And it is a mystery. But the Lord came on down through all those times. Now, I'm going to read some scripture in a minute. And I'm going to let you see if you agree with me. Those people that we're talking about in all that span of time. They understood what God did for them in their life. In their day. In their generation. But they did not understand the last dimension of this whole thing and that dimension is Christ 
And I believe I got some scripture that you'd have to agree with. They didn't understand. They understood what God promised them. And God fulfilled those promises that he made with them. He was faithful. They obtained promises. They wrought righteousness. They stopped the mouths of lions. They quenched the violence of fire. Uh, out of weakness were made strong. They waxed valiant in fight. They put to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. A dimension beyond what their understanding and their capacity to understand. And it's all part of the mystery of Christ. And it is the simplicity of Christ that causes people to go in so many different directions and in confusion and misunderstanding. If you have your Bibles with you, I'm in the last um, chapter of the book of Romans, 25th verse, whatever chapter that is, 16th chapter. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began, but is now made manifest and by the scriptures of the prophets. How do you prove the mystery? By the scriptures of the prophets. How do you put the finishing touch? On it by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God made known unto all nations for the obedience of faith. In the second chapter of First Corinthians. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. That's right. The wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us, by His Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Now, no man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man that is in him. The way we understand the things of earth around us, uh, man's dimension, uh, man's measure, man's uh, fulfillment in life is because we are men or women. That's the way we understand it. And even so, no man knoweth the things of God except the Spirit of God dwell in him. Now there are people all over the world today and in every generation that have studied the Word of God. 
It's not altogether a lack of studying the Word of God that has caused people to go into confusion and misunderstanding about the Scriptures, but they have studied it in man's understanding and in their own reasoning and their own way and their own capacity to understand, and they never had the Spirit of God within, and that is the mystery, the Spirit of God within. They never had the Spirit of God within to open the seals and to make manifest the truths of the Word of God. They never had the Spirit. They never had the, uh, the key. They never had the Spirit to understand the things of the Spirit of God. And so they went on taking spiritual things and trying to understand them with the natural mind. And you can never, never, never find your way home with that. Oh, bear with me just a minute. In the first chapter of Ephesians, <clears throat> some of these scriptures are hard to find a starting place. In whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace, wherein He hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he hath purposed in himself that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven and which are in earth even in him. Abraham's generation didn't understand this. Moses' generation didn't understand this. Elijah's generation didn't understand this according to the Word of God. They understood what God did for them. They understood that God was God. Their faith was in God. They wrought righteousness. They did many, many wonderful works. They walked with God. They pleased God. They had a testimony in some cases that they pleased God. Some cases they were translated that they should not see death. Uh, many of them had good reports. They never understood the mystery of Christ. For this third chapter of Ephesians, for this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for the Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me to youward, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery. As I... As I wrote afore in a few words, whereby when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That's the only way you will ever understand the mystery of Christ is through the Spirit and by the Spirit. That the Gentiles, this is part of it, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel, whereof I was 
was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by his effectual working of his power unto me who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ that's the Lord that's it beautiful scripture all had to come through Christ from the start we have a perspective that Abraham never had thank you book of Colossians you knew I was coming there didn't you Whereof I am made a minister According to the dispensation of God Which is given to me for you To fulfill the word of God Even the mystery Which hath been hid From ages and from generations But now is made manifest to his saints to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is... Finish it. I want to thunder it real loud, but then I want you to know that it's the simplicity and the stillness and the quietness of Christ in you. That is the mystery. That is the mystery. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Praise the Lord. Brother Thomas read this today. Y'all forgive me. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy. And vain deceit. After the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Do you know that all the things that happened under the first covenant, the the ark that Noah built, the covenant that God gave to Abraham, the, the promised child that God gave to Abraham, everything that was given unto them under the first covenant today is contained and understood by the Spirit of God in Christ. And there's a new dimension to it that they never had under the old covenant. That's the Lord. It pleased God that in Him should all the fullness dwell. Everything, everything was vested in the Son of God. In Him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And I want to tell you something. When you get the Spirit of God in you and you begin to understand the simplicity of the gospel and it begins to open doors unto you. 
And you go back and you begin to read those scriptures, those Old Testament scriptures that you thought you might have could have put on a shelf and let dust collect. You read them through the Spirit and through the understanding of the Spirit, and somehow or other they jump out at you. They make you feel like they make you feel like you can run through a troop and jump over a wall. And you understand what Abraham had by the Spirit of Christ. You understand what Moses had by the Spirit of Christ. You feel like you're a part of it. You feel like you can do what Moses did. And I believe that there's a dimension of all of these people in the body of Christ. You know, Christ had to enter our world in much the same fashion that Moses did. A little baby, chosen little baby, under a death curse, both of them, and as Moses' mother took that child in the fear of God and in the faith of God and prepared a little basket placed him in the water and took her hands off so our Savior entered the world and in a sense the God of heaven had to take his hands off and he suffered exile by his brethren like Moses did He came unto his own, and his own received him not, but as to as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. When when Jesus was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, you know, people are still asking that question Two thousand years later, after Jesus answered that question, people are inquiring, when shall the kingdom of God be? And they got all kind of fantastic things cooked up. There's going to be a thousand years of this, and these are going to rise, and somebody's going to come down, and going to rain here and this is going to happen and a whole conglomeration of things they don't understand the mystery that's right you want the answer to the question you want the answer to that question when the kingdom of God should come Jesus gave them an answer way back there in the 17th chapter of St. Luke he said the kingdom of God cometh not with observation neither shall you say lo here or lo there, but behold, the kingdom of God is within you. That's the mystery. Christ in you. That's all part of the mystery that people don't understand. Now you might think because it's not... That's right. You want that verse? Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness uh, and hath translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son... 
hath done it. It's already accomplished. Uh, Jesus Christ came and done for us uh, what happened to to Enoch. uh, And we have a little kindred tie there with Enoch. Uh, He becomes our brother. We know something about the translation. We know more about it than Enoch knew because we've got the dimension of Christ. Uh, we got the mystery of Christ. Uh, We have the spirit of Christ to understand that that he hath delivered us uh, from the power of darkness uh, and hath translated us uh, into the kingdom of his dear son uh, in whom we have redemption uh, through his blood, uh, even the forgiveness of sins, uh, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Still a mystery. Because that it's not laced with... uh, fantastic things like people are looking for they find it hard to believe but do you can can you understand the miracle of the God of heaven that created this entire universe that we live in I dwell in the high and the holy place also that is of a humble and a contrite spirit. Can you understand the miracle of the Spirit of God coming in, coming in, cleaning up, cleansing out, tearing down imaginations in every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and the indwelling of the Spirit of God. He comes in. He dwells with us. He is in us. He gives us a renewed a renewed spirit in the mornings when you become old and you're infirm, when you have very little to hope for, when you have very little to look for. The God of heaven visit your bed. He talks to you in your mind. He tells you that He loves you. He tells you that you are His. He says, you walk with me. you followed me. You've walked this far and I'm going to bless you. I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to take care of you. And those old and infirm saints of God can be happy, can be filled with joy. Tell me something that's not miraculous about that.
For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands. The high priest did that. The priests that were men like you and I are, that had the ordination of the high priest placed on them, they did that. Which are the figures of the truth. But into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us. Nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entered into the holy place every year with the blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now what's in the end of the world to quote to quote Brother Paul Merritt from this very pulpit when I was about 16 years old standing over there, I still remember it. He said, not a thousand years from now, not a hundred years from now, not five minutes from now, but now, once in the end of the world hath Christ appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself and as it is appointed unto men once to die but after that the judgment so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation And every priest standeth daily ministering. They still got priests? That's right. They ain't just the Jewish people's got priests. A lot of priests. Every priest standeth daily offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God from henceforth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. My Sunday school teacher said one time, perfected is good enough, forever is long enough, for by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. How do you know it? Whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness unto us, for after that he had said before, this is the covenant that I will make with them. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds will I write them and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Praise the Lord. I wish I could tell it all. I see a... I want you to know if you ever had any idea that the Old Testament Scriptures was something you ought to put on a shelf. You've got the wrong idea. You've got the wrong idea. That's right. You know what you need? You need the understanding of the mystery. That's right. That will open up those scriptures to you. And bring them up close to you. If you find yourself in many situations in life, you can find it back there. If you find yourself... In a situation where the people of God are moving on, you know, they don't do that as much as they used to. 
they used to do that right much. And uh, that's a pretty good little task when you think about picking up and cutting it all loose and moving. And some people uh, began to wrestle with those problems. Well, I've got a job and I can't go. And I've got, um, well, you know how it goes. That's really what it is, excuses. But um, you know what you could do if you got the mystery, if you got the key, you can go read about Elijah's widow woman. Remember that? You might think that I'm just I've just got such a little bit, and I got to save it for myself, and then when I get a little bit extra, I'll give it to the Lord. But that widow woman had just a little bit. Yeah. And Elijah come down there and says, do it for me. Yeah, make me a cake. Do it for me. It almost seemed like an insult. Yes. I don't believe a man could have asked a widow woman to do that unless the Lord just really put it on him. But you know what she did? You know what she did? She recognized the man of God. That's right, she believed her God and she made a cake and she prepared it and she gave it to him and resigned herself to die. Now I want to tell you these scriptures mean something once you get the mystery. Once you get the key. Well, what happened? Did she die? Cruise of oil never failed. Barrels never empty because she followed the Lord. And that's just one. There are many, many, many scriptures in there that become very much alive when you read them with an understanding of the mystery of Christ in you. I thank the Lord for our gospel. I thank the Lord for the understanding we have of it. I don't boast. I don't feel like boasting, but I feel very thankful that the Lord in some generations before my day, and in most cases with many people who I did not even know, wrought this work, which we see today, and we know as Christ sanctified Holy Church, I feel a grateful and sacred humility to every one of them. That's right. Whatever part they played, whatever sacrifices they made to bring this gospel down to us, to let us understand that the kingdom of God is within you. That the mystery that has been hid from ages and from generations, but is now made manifest to the saints, and that mystery is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And when you get the Spirit of God in you, and you begin to read the Holy Word of God, and the Lord begins to stir something in your heart, and the Lord begins to give you some of the crumbs that fall from that table. And you begin to praise the Lord. And the Lord renews your strength. And you begin to mount with wings as an eagle. And you begin to run and not be weary. And you begin to walk and not faint. Sometimes you find yourself in positions where people's against you. Did you know that? You might even find yourself where you're trying to do a work and somebody's against you. You know where you need to go? You need to go read about Nehemiah. In the Old Testament. That's right. And find out what he did. He worked with a tool in one hand and a sword in the other. That's right. That's right. 
And that's what we're going to do. We're going to do the work of God. We're going to believe the God of heaven that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ and gave unto us an understanding of the mystery of Christ in you, the hope of glory. And we're going to go through victorious. We're going to conquer. We will conquer though we die. Praise the Lord. Time's about up. We want to know if there's anyone in this congregation tonight that would like to have a part of this kingdom of God. It is so near. Don't you think it's time that you understand that rituals is done away with? You know, God put up with that for so long. He got so weary with that. Away with it. Do away with it. And then one of the first examples we got is a man that was a sinner and he hung on a cross for things that he had done but he believed his master and without any ritual without any formality without any other man without anything he said have mercy on me a sinner and in the agony in the agony of crucifixion the heart of our God went out to that penitent soul and he said this day shalt thou be with me in paradise don't you think it's time we put away all our rituals and cut down to the heart of the matter God wants your heart God wants your heart and when he gets your heart he's got you is there anyone that would like to ask an interest in our prayers before we call the altar call. Well, if someone will start a good altar song, those that were at the altar today, we'd like for you to come back and we'd like to pray with you. And anyone else that's in the house that wants to know something about the mystery of Christ, it's here. It's all here. It's all here. People are very confused about it. People all over the land are wrestling with it. Theologians are stumbling over it. Seminaries that don't understand it. They're not preaching it. I've never been to one. But I see the products that they turn out. They don't understand the mystery. They don't understand the second coming of Christ. They don't understand that is Christ within you. They don't understand that what a man hath why doth he yet hope for if we possess the Spirit of God in us, if the kingdom of God is within us, if the Spirit of Christ is within us, what are we looking for? That's right. That's right. That's right. Let's all stand.